Welcome to the Calvary Church Podcast. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Well, they did a great job tonight, don't you think? Let's give them a, a hand. The Bible says give glory where glory is due. Guys, you did great. Back in Mama. Amen. Now, when y'all make it to the big time and you go out on the road singing, make sure you're always back for church every Sunday. I'm just kidding. That's not the kind of lifestyle we want, is it? That's right. Yes, if it's for Jesus, that's okay. Well, if you're not already standing, would you stand in honor of the reading of God's Word tonight? And uh, I'm going to read one verse as a text. It's found in Proverbs, the 10th chapter. I love the Word of the Lord tonight. I know that all of you do as well. It's the Word of God that saves us, and it's God's Word that keeps us saved. I want to bring to you tonight uh, a word that the Lord's given me for somebody here, probably for everybody. I would think, and um, it's something that we all know, but it's good to be reminded from time to time of some things, is it not? Amen. We're glad everybody's here tonight. Glad to have Maria here. I don't call her Maria. What do I call her? Isabel. That's right. Uh, Now, next month you have to have your sister here. And all of your families, mama's going, amen. Proverbs 10, glad Sister Sherry's here and Sister Doris. Amen, Brother Terry. Proverbs 10 and 22, and the Lord's here, amen. Solomon, the wisest man, the Bible says, whoever lived, says this in the middle of this great book of wisdom that he wrote. Thank you, Brother Hicks. The blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. I'll be the first to admit, you know what? You can live for the devil. You can live in this world, and uh, some good things can happen. The problem is with those good things that the devil offers us, if we live a life without Jesus, always come with a whole lot more bad things. But Solomon here says the blessings of the Lord, the good things that God gives us. It makes us rich, and he doesn't add any of the bad things to it. Aren't you glad for that? Amen. I'm going to talk to you for a little while, preach from this thought. God is a blessing God. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is a blessing God. Amen. God bless you as you're seated tonight. Thank you for standing Uh, You know, you can't read very long in the Bible without understanding that God is a God who likes to bless people. And uh, we immediately come to understand that God's uh, tendency to bless and to pour out his blessings is a reflection of his love for people, uh, his love for all of us, his love for creation. And uh, the blessing of the Lord, I think, is unquestionable, it's unconquerable, it's undeniable. It, it overcomes, it overshadows everything that life can throw at you that's not good. 
the love of God and the blessing of God can conquer anything. The word for blessed, the Hebrew word for blessed in the Old Testament, we know that the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. Uh, the word for bless or blessing is found in the Old Testament alone more than 330 times. In fact, the very first time that word is recorded in the Bible after God created Adam and Eve was in Genesis chapter 1. It says, and God blessed them. And then a few chapters later in Genesis 9, Scripture tells us, and God blessed Noah and his sons. And, and I believe the greatest words that any of us could ever hope to hear uh, on this planet, earth, or anywhere in this universe are words spoken from God like he spoke to Abraham when he said to Abraham, I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to... Uh, make you into something that's beyond what you ever dreamed you could be. And then he said to Abraham, I will bless you. The great news I have for everybody here tonight is that God is a blessing God. And not only is he a blessing God, a God who pours out blessings, he wants to bless you. Amen. God blessed Noah and his sons. He delivered them from the flood, he blessed Abraham and Abraham's son Isaac and his grandson Jacob. God blessed all through the Bible. He blessed the Philippian jailer and his household with salvation. He blessed the evangelist Philip who had four daughters that prophesied. Imagine that, have four daughters that all prophesied. That was in the New Testament church. God blessed the house of Obed-Edom, the man uh, who had the responsibility of watching over the ark for a few months before David could bring it back to Jerusalem when it was in his house for a few weeks. God poured out his blessings on him. God blessed Joseph there in Egypt. He uh, had a father named Jacob who had wrestled with God, had a wrestling match with God. And, and, and Jacob said, uh, I am not letting you go. I'm not letting you leave here until you bless me. Could I tell you tonight that God's intense desire to, is to bless every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, every young person, every elderly person. I don't care what you're going through or what you're facing or what you may find yourself up against now or at any point in the future. Whatever uh, the, the valley is that you're going through, how steep the mountain may be that you're trying to get over, I've come to declare to you it is God's desire and it is God's will that you be blessed by him. Praise God. It's not the will of God for you to leave here discouraged or down or despondent and thinking somehow that God has left you out. He hasn't. I'm telling you tonight, God is a blessing God. Just like God wanted to bless Abraham by changing him from just being who he was into a great and a mighty nation. I'm going to be preaching on that Sunday. Come and... and uh, Hear about that some more. Our blessing God wants to change each and every one of us into something more than what we are right now. He changed us when he brought us out of the world. He gave us his gift of salvation. And I'm telling you, God does not stop there. It's his desire to continue to bless us as we go through this life. And I believe God wants us to leave here tonight with a fresh blessing on our life. God wants 
you to be blessed abundantly. Amen. The Bible says that the name of the Lord should be praised. And there are several reasons for that. The Bible says praise God uh, because of his mighty acts and praise God because of who he is. We praise God because he's the God of the universe. But we also need to learn how to praise God and thank God often every day for the things that he does for us, for the blessings that he bestows upon his people. He has blessed me. I can tell you. I can stand here tonight and testify to you. I know he's a blessing God. He's just that kind of a God. He loves to bless his people. Amen. I, and I, I hope that the day never comes or the night service, whatever it may be, never arrives. I, don't, I hope you never see this pastor standing on this platform or in this pulpit going through a service with my arms folded and my, my hands down and my mouth shut uh, when it comes time to praise the Lord. Why, you may ask, because God has blessed me in so many ways. Like the old song they used to sing says, He's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. I cannot tell it all. He's taken my sins away. He's set my feet to walk in a new walk. He's set my mouth to talk in a new talk. He's thrown blessings at me from the left and the right, from, from in front of me, from behind me. He gives me blessings from my past, and I see blessings over the horizon in my future. And I've just got to bless him back. Amen. It's a two-way street. We, uh, we Pentecostals, we understand this. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying God's given uh, us, along with a lot of other folk, not everybody who is in the Christian world has this revelation, uh, uh, that we understand that when we praise God, it blesses us. When we bless God, we get blessed. And so it's a two-way street. Bible, the Bible is rich with encouragement, advice, and even commandments about blessing God back. He loved us first so we can love him back. He blesses us first so we can bless him back. The, the, the King David of Israel of old said, there's really only one way that I can bless the Lord. He thought about it and he wrote several books chapters in the book of Psalms, and you can read the beautiful writings of King David, some of them written long before he became king, some when he was just a, a young boy, 12, 13, 14, 15, out on the, the hillsides, tending his father's sheep. But he, he came to a, a, an understanding at an early age of how God blesses and how we are to bless him back with our praise. And, and, and David said, there's really only one true way that I can truly bless the Lord. He said, I, I can't give him one penny that he doesn't already own. I, I can't do for him one thing that hasn't already been done for him. He, he's the creator of this entire universe, and he holds the world in the palm of his hand. But David said, there is one thing that I can do for him. I can bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, I can create something that nobody else 
can create for God. I can give God that no one else in this universe will ever be able to give him. And that is my blessing to him, my praise to him, my worship to him. And we have found that the scripture is true. It says God inhabits the praises of his people. When we bless God, he blesses us back. Here's how it works, folks. It's a continuous cycle. God blesses us, and we bless him back for that blessing. And he inhabits that praises, that praise, that blessing we're given. And he blesses us all over again. Isn't that a wonderful thing to be a part of? Don't tell me that God can't take care of you. Our problem is, for some of us, hopefully nobody here tonight, but sometimes even God's people have this problem of really not believing what I'm trying to preach to you tonight, not believing that he is a blessing God. But I've come to you tonight to tell you he is a blessing God and he is no respecter of persons. But there is a key. There is a key to receiving the blessings of God. Uh, when, you, when you give your life to God, when you turn your life over to Jesus, then he's going to fight your battles for you. He's going to supply your needs. And uh, I, I want the devil to know, as far as I'm concerned, that we know our God is a blessing God. And, and, and if the Lord has been stealing somebody's blessings, you need to make up your, your mind tonight. The devil's been stealing your blessings long enough. If the devil's been stealing your blessings, make, make up your mind. That's been going on too long that the blessing of the Lord, put that verse up again, Brother Terry, it maketh rich and it, it addeth no sorrow. Now listen to me tonight as I try to bring this to a close. There is a key, as I said, to the blessings of God. Sometimes you know, you know how it is with your kids, sister. Sometimes you bless your, your children just because you want to. Uh, not because they've done anything to deserve it. Perhaps they do that from time to time, and that's great. But sometimes you want to give things to your kids just because you love them, right? And God's that way. In fact, you and I are that way because God is that way, and he made us that way. That's the way love works. And we know that God is the author of all love, isn't he? God is love. So God wants to bless us. He wants to bless his children. He wants to bless people who aren't his children who haven't decided to walk with him in a one-on-one -on -one relationship through life that's going to last for all of eternity. But there is a key to opening up the channels of God's blessing that I want to leave with you tonight. And that key is obedience. Everybody say, say these words with me. When I obey God, Put up Psalm chapter 5 and verse 12, Brother Terry. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous, and with favor wilt thou compass or surround him as with 
a shield. Now, a soldier going into battle in that day, they they fought mainly hand-to-hand combat. Uh, they had some weapons that that worked over a distance, like a bow and arrow or throwing a spear or a javelin or whatever you call it. But even in in use of those weapons, those soldiers in Bible days carried a shield for protection. And uh, they, they uh, I don't know, maybe you've seen this in movies or whatever. Sometimes they would bunch up together and they'd put their shields together in groups to build up added protection in the heat of battle to protect them from the incoming arrows and the weapons, the spears from the enemy. And this, this verse is, is very uh, picturesque in the words that the Lord uses. He says, Lord, you're going to bless the righteous. Who are the righteous? The righteous are people that obey God, that walk with God, that have entered into a relationship with God. Uh, th- there's, there's not a one of us that's perfect before God, and I'll be the first to admit that. But he'll still bless us if we're obedient. If you walk through this life and say, God, I want to, I may mess up from time to time, but I have a desire in my heart to be obedient to your precepts, to, to your uh, word and the things that you tell us in your word are pleasing unto you. I want to follow after you. And listen, you, you may be the recipient of God's blessings when you're not obedient, but it's nothing like what God flows into your life when you are obedient to him. When, when, you, when God sees somebody trying to obey him and walk with him, he says, I'm going to bless that person. And when you choose to be obedient to God, you can't help but be blessed by him. Why? Because he's a blessing God. And when God clearly reveals a path for us to follow. It is our obedience upon which hangs the blessings that God wants to give us for doing that. Amen. When a remnant of the Jewish people returned to Jerusalem from captivity one time, one of the several times that they, because of their disobedience, God said, when you, when you honor me and obey me, I'm going to bless you above all the nations of the world. That's what he told Israel. But he said, when you're disobedient and you backslide and begin to worship other gods instead of me, then I'm going to withdraw my hand of blessing from you. And uh, he said, even that your enemies would have uh, victory over you. And after one of those times and the children of Israel had been carried away as captive, uh, whether it was Babylon or the Persians, uh, they came back. God allowed them to come back. He always allowed them to come back. And uh, this last time, they went for hundreds and hundreds of years before they started coming back uh, around the close of World War II. I'm going to preach about that Sunday, too. I'm excited about that. Can you tell? But uh, on one of their returns, the regathering of God's people back to their homeland, the prophets of God, and that's how God spoke to his people back then, so you can call them the preachers, told Israel that uh, God had allowed them to return so they could rebuild the temple that had been torn down by their enemies. Solomon built a beautiful temple to take the place of the tabernacle, and 
And God allowed that temple to be destroyed by the enemies when uh, they came and invaded Israel and took them away captive. But when they got back, the prophet of God told them, you're not supposed to do anything else first but build God's temple. Lay the foundation first. He said, when you get back there, you build that temple. And if you'll do that first, if you'll build that temple before you start on your own houses, see, they came back to nothing. They didn't have anywhere to live. And they were going to have to build their own living quarters, places to live. But he said, if you'll put me first and you'll start work on my house and at least lay the foundation first, I will bless you. You'll be blessed. And so they did. When they got there, they didn't lay a foundation for their own house. They began to lay the foundation for God's house, for the temple. And uh, God came down, and he started to bless those people miraculously. Let me tell you something tonight. When you are obedient to God, then God will bless you. When you seek first the kingdom of God in your life, God's going to put a blessing on your family. He'll bless your loved ones, your home, your children. And the blessings that God gives are second to none. So when you say, here it is, God, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And God says back to you, I will bless you. Praise God. Isaiah said, God, speaking to his people, said, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty Floods upon the dry ground, I will pour my spirit upon your seed and my blessing. Listen to him. He says, I will pour, not just throw out a few drops here and there, but I will pour my blessings upon your offspring. He said, parents, I want to pour a blessing on your offspring if you'll do what I tell you to do. Why? Because he's a blessing God. Amen. He's a blessing God. How do you say that in Spanish? Okay, what she said. I was going to try it, but I'm not going to try it. Let me bring this to close, and then we're going to pray. I want to leave you with a, a word of advice tonight. Don't let anything steal your blessing. Don't let anything steal your blessing. And hell's number one target is always going to be your family. Uh, the enemy of your soul, he wants that. He wants your family. That's why he wants to attack your marriage. That's why he wants to attack your children. He wants to attack your grandchildren. Hell's number one target is your family tonight. He wants to tear it apart. He wants to disintegrate it. He wants to get you, if he can, to tear your own family down any way he can. But you know what? I am determined that I'm going to be blessed and, and, and I'm going to do everything I can do to see to it that my family is blessed. And the way that I'm going to do that is by doing my best to stay obedient to the Word of God. And staying obedient to Him is going to make me be blessed. It's going to make my family be blessed. I've proven that. He's proven that. Amen. Amen. I want everybody here tonight to bow your heads and close your eyes, and we're going to pray together. 
And I want you to pray with me right now a prayer that goes something like this. God, I want to be blessed. I want you to bless me. Oh, let's pray this together. God, I need your blessings in my life, in my family. In fact, God, I'm going to go after your blessings. God, I'm going to I'm going to be hungry for your blessings. I, I desire your blessing upon my life, upon my home, your blessings upon my family. God, I, I need those blessings. Uh, as Jabez of old in the Old Testament prayed, we pray tonight, Oh, God, bless me. Bless my home. Bless my family. Bless my health. Uh, bless my finances. Uh, oh, God, I'm not going to be shy about it. If it's considered selfish, then so be it. But I'm going to beg you, bless me, God. Bless my children. Bless my grandchildren. Bless my, my husband, my wife. Uh, bless everybody, Lord, that I know. Bless my home. God, we pray that whatever the devil does to come after us, to come after our family, that he would fail in every one of his endeavors. Uh, that your blessings would overflow and overshadow and beat back, oh God the attacks of hell. For we know, Lord, that this world is a place that is full of evil and wickedness at every turn, at every corner. But, oh, God, your word says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the, the Lord will raise up a standard against him, a flag of victory, a protection. Your holy angels in camp round about them that fear you and watches over them. Watch over us tonight. Cover us with your covering protection. The angelic wings of your heavenly host, God, let them be ours. Let your blessings overflow in our life. And, Lord, help us to receive your blessings every day. And help us, Lord, to, to do what you want us to do and to be obedient to you and obedient to your word. Praise God. Praise God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, all oh, clap your hands unto the Lord for a praise offering. Let's bless the Lord as we leave here tonight. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. For God is great and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. Blessing and glory and honor. O oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt. His name together. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Amen. Praise God. We need to go rejoicing in the Lord. He's good all the time. All the time he's good. Amen. You've got the blessings of God tonight. Don't ever let the devil get you to forget that or minimize that or put that down. Amen. He is a blessing, God. Well, God bless you tonight. I love you. Invite somebody to come with you to church Sunday. Amen. I'm inviting you right now. Sister Isabel. Thank you for listening to the Calvary Church Podcast. Calvary Church is located at 406 North 44th Street in Mount Vernon, Illinois. Service times are Sunday school at 1 p.m. every Sunday, except the last Sunday of each month, and worship service at 2 p.m. 
Also, we have an all-church service at 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Calvary Church is affiliated with the United Pentecostal Church International. Thank you, and have a blessed day.